Hey, hey guys. Hello, welcome. It has been a long time. I'm glad to be back. Um, I hope everybody is doing well. I missed everyone. Hello, everyone. Hi. Matt. What's up, Matt? You Johnson? We got to catch up. It's been like a hot minute. Robin Z. Oh my gosh. Hello, Robin. She's an amazing psychic, by the way, guys. If you guys are looking for a psychic, um, official Robin Z right there. She's an amazing psychic. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome back to you and me. It's been good. I'm good. Oh, yeah, Matt. Yeah, we got to catch up. I saw you put out some new music. You got a lot of stuff going on. So, yeah, got to catch up with you. Hello. Um, so, um, let's get some stuff out of the way. Dee Dee is on a break right now. So, um, we don't know exactly when Dee Dee, we don't know, know exactly when Dee Dee is coming back. So, Kara should be here soon. Um, but we're going to jump into the episode as soon as, Kara, as soon as Kara gets here. Season 10, episode 16. I know we're a little late, but better late than never. Um, hopefully, Kara is here soon because she is in some sort of storm. So her internet is in and out. So fingers crossed we can get Kara. And I know Dee Dee is on a break. Um, I don't know when she's going to come back. Fingers crossed she comes back soon. We definitely love Dee Dee. Um, let me invite... Alright, there you are. Kara's here. Tonight we are talking about 90 Day Fiancé episode 7. I keep pushing buttons on this phone. I gotta chill. Kara's here. Hi! Hi! How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Long time no see. It's been a minute, right? It's been forever. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to be back. No, um, Heather, we're not talking about the Grammys tonight. Um, a lot of people are watching that tonight. We're not talking about that tonight. We're talking about 90 Fiance. But we should talk about the Grammys at some point because there's some crazy stuff going on with that. Guys, again, Dee Dee is on a break. Um, soon as I find out more. Um, like when she's coming back and everything, we are going to welcome her back. Yeah, tonight there wasn't a lot of tweeting. I live tweeted the show. Most people were watching the Grammys. So I'm assuming a lot of people are going to DVR um, 90 Day Fiance. But we're still going to talk about it. We're still going to talk about it because I watched it. Um, hey, TJ. Hey, Pineapple. Um, so let's jump in because there was a lot to talk about. So I want to talk about strippers because I know we've, we've talked about the stripper stripper um subject a lot on this but we saw a retaliation from clayton towards annalee about the stripper like he was like i don't ever want you to do something like this again it was very controlling and i don't know i have a, i have my own outlook on bachelor and bachelor parties. i feel like it's important that strippers are a part of it because i look at it as your last night of freedom right and i feel yeah, like it's important. yeah like i feel like it's very important that you get it out of your system before you walk down the aisle. And yeah. let's be realistic here. Anna Lee didn't do anything inappropriate at no. that bachelor party. She had fun. That's not that's not inappropriate. She had a right. good time. And I think that Clayton should have used that time to do the same thing. 
instead of playing video yeah. games and and hanging out with Cameron, he should have did the same thing. And it left him looking really insecure and unsure of himself. And I don't know, in my opinion, if I was gonna get married, I would want my future wife to have a stripper because I'm not putting a sock over my jump and dancing on a bus for my wife. Let's leave this to the professionals, right? <laughs> like I would love for that to happen for her, but I don't wanna be the one to do it because I don't have that talent, right? Like I don't have the <laughs> rhythm and talent and I don't go to the gym enough. So I don't, I don't, I want her to experience that, but not from me because I want her to still wanna marry me, right? Like I want her to still wanna marry me. So I feel like, the way that he was controlling her and she's saying that she wants to leave, I, I, I agree with her. I feel like if this guy can dictate what you can and can't do and he can control you and he can tell you, you know, if something makes me insecure, I don't want to be with you. I feel like you shouldn't be with that person. And I felt yeah. the, the level of insecurity that he showed on this episode, it was like a Rob level of insecurity, right? Like it was really high. Colt, Rob, like it was up there, Big Ed. It was a really big level of insecurity. And I feel like insecurities are are deal breakers, you know, for me. Like, if you're going to be really insecure, I don't want to deal with you. And it's just like, I watched that and I was like, I kind of wish she does pack her stuff and leave. I know she won't. You know, they are, they're all supposed to say, oh, I'm not going to marry you. I'm not going to marry you. And then they do. I know she won't. But I kind of wanted her to leave. I was like, you don't need this. You know, you don't even, first of all, you don't even really like him. Right? Yeah. Like, you don't even really like him. Second of all, he's kind of controlling. And he has his mom in his closet. It's like you dealt with all this. You got here. You get here. You spend 89 days with this guy. And then the night before you're going to pack up and leave, I was like, you kind of deserve the green card just for dealing with the guinea pigs and the mom in the closet. Yeah. Right? 100%. I was never a fan, but now I'm really not a fan. This guy, he, he showed his whole ass this night. Well, it's funny because he always played the teddy bear role, like, the sweet guy who just really liked her and he wanted her to be intimate and everything. And I'm just like, you really showed, you know, that you're kind of controlling and you're kind of a douchebag. Yeah. And I didn't see that in him at first, you know, at first I thought that she was going to be wearing the pants and she was going to walk all over him and he was going to get taken advantage of. Hey, Riley. But Hi, I Riley. definitely see he is a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like he's definitely yeah. a controlling douchebag. And I hate to see, um, women enter into those type of relationships because we have to remember she has no family here. She has no friends here. She has nobody to support her. The only person in the house with her is his mom and she's always going to take his side. Right. So she's always going to lose every argument. So I worry about her. Who's going to be standing up for her? You know, so I'm yeah. like, if she doesn't have anybody to stand up for her and to, to make sure that she's not being taken advantage of, because it's funny because in the beginning, I thought that Clayton was the one being taken advantage of. I don't yeah. see that. I don't feel that way anymore. Yep. I felt like Brandy would be on her side, but man, I don't know. I don't know. After watching Brandy tell Clayton, just hug her and love her and that's okay. And he says, oh, I feel like I'm victimized. And Brandy's like, yeah, yeah, I know. She kind of sided with him on the phone without, I feel like she should have taken responsibility. She, she paid the stripper, yeah. right? She paid the stripper. So the some of the responsibility was there. Anna Lee brought it up but she didn't have to book the stripper. If she wanted to respect yeah. her brother's wishes, she didn't have to book the stripper. But I don't, I don't hold anything against her though. I'm glad there was a stripper there. I want Annalie to know that there are other options out there other than Clayton, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that the stripper was an option. I saw a tweet, I don't want to steal someone's um, property, but I saw a tweet 
and they said that the stripper came out of um retirement just for this party because this was an older <laughs> this was an older stripper right i was like this guy is kind of seasoned you know like he was a um right. what do you call a, a guy who's older what's the opposite of a cougar a silver fox it was a silver yes. fox right there was a silver fox and i was like i don't know if this was like the sister's way of making sure that nothing inappropriate happened with the stripper you know like just to make sure but i was just like he came out of out of retirement for this party and it was kind of gross yeah like i just want to touch on that like the way that that was it was really raunchy and gross like the way that it was just everywhere and flapping around i was like it's kind of gross you know like i'm not trying to be like sexist or anything but it was kind of nasty but it was kind of funny how she said i thought it was immigration because he came dressed as a police <laughs> officer <laughs> yeah and he was like where's anna lee and she was like i don't know her I don't know her. Yeah. I have no idea. You're on the wrong bus. <laughs> never seen her before. Never seen her. Never heard of her. You're on the wrong bus. Maybe in the next town over. Oh, so I want to talk yeah. about wedding dress budgets because I don't know a lot about this. I know I covered this on the Darcy and Stacy season where Stacy got married because I think her wedding dress was like 10 grand or 12 grand or something. So Gino set a budget of $1,000 and Jasmine said that's not real or logical. No, no, so no. Gino said a way higher budget. She just blew it on her ass. Right, right, right. So, right. so yeah, we have to talk about the thousand dollars is your consolation prize. Well, right, because he did give her the money for the dress. I think he gave her three thousand dollars, right? I think it was. Yeah, yeah he gave her three thousand dollars. She spent every penny of it on her new ass, and then she wanted to go to the store and then have a brand new budget for yeah. another dress. And I was like, I kind of figured she was going to pull that, right? I was like, she's going to spend the money. Because she, you know, when there's money, there's a train of money. You follow the train of money. She knew if she spent that three grand, she was going to get another three grand. Well, she got close to it. I think 2000 or 2200 was where we ended up. 4000 though? He sent her $4,000 and then she had 4000 and then Dane gave 2000 So oh, she was 4, very, 000. yeah, so she had the 4000 She, she had enough. Too. To, to get the dress she actually dress. wanted. Yeah. yeah, she had enough to get the dress she actually wanted. So was the budget of $2,000 real? Because I know people were tweeting and they were like, oh, you can't get a dress for that price. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because I know some women have told me they went to David's Bridal and got a dress for like 500 bucks. So like, I'm confused. Like, what is a typical budget for a dress? What are people spending? Kelly Dice Smith says $8,000. Is that legit? No, I think she's referring to what she spent on her ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. $8,000 for her ass, which yeah. a lot of people say it wasn't worth it. They say it's, it's kind of lopsided. Right. But the, the jury's still out, right? A lot of but people say it, it doesn't look that's only, right. That's only the half of the ass that Dane paid for because it's got a little more. I mean, I mean maybe he, he put a little extra yes. on his side for when she visits um Panama. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, when so he gets a little extra on the left-hand side. Gino gets the right-hand side. So, well, I just, I feel like it was interesting because she picked out the best, the perfect dress. She had a budget for it. And then she went and said that she didn't want his family to be there. And yeah. I was like, what's the point of having a nice dress and a nice venue and spending all this money if no one's going to be there? Because she said it would just be her, Coco, and Gino, and they were going to elope. And we, we saw the dinner with his family. And apparently his family is very skeptical of her, which we all were might still be right like we all were so i understand yeah. why they felt that way and they were really honest though they were like he's our weird uncle and you're too pretty for him so we yeah. were really worried you know and i was like well at least they're being honest i was like 
Does it make up for the fact that they called her all types of names and made it seem like she's an evil gold digger? No, because they didn't really get to know her. Are they wrong? No. The jury is no. out. No. Because as of right no. now, Jasmine is in Florida and Gino is in Michigan and no one has been able to explain why that is. So as of right now, we don't know what's going on in the relationship. And a lot of things are going around. People are saying that she's in Florida on business. I've heard other people say she's in Florida with someone. Like there's a lot of stuff going around. So there's a lot of rumors. So maybe we were right all along. Cause I know you, Cara, you said right from the beginning, you were like, I give her, how many months did you say? Like, I said the second the green card hits. Yeah. Married three months after the green card hits and she's out and here we are. They are living in two different states. It's funny because when it's kind of like what Natalie did, Natalie, the second she was able to leave Mike, she headed to Florida. Florida's kind of like where people go when they get their papers. They're like, well, I'm heading to Florida. I'm leaving this idiot. I'm done. So we don't know what's going on. We know that they got married. Like we know that, but we don't know where their relationship stands. We saw pictures of her at Disney World. We saw pictures of her in Miami. We've seen her doing a lot of things in Florida. Gino is not there. Like we've we've looked, we've checked, we've looked around. Gino is not with her. So yeah. everyone is wondering, you know, did she really leave him? Because this is a long extent, you know, when people go on vacation, they typically take their significant other with them. So she's been here for a while. Like we're talking like three weeks now, almost. Right. So, so that's yeah. a long time to just leave your husband who doesn't work. You know, he could easily go with you. Just leave yeah. him at home. And oh, hey, Donna, we missed you Hi, too, Donna. right? I missed you too. No, Thank we you. Missed you. Hi, Tyree. So, Tyree. Hey, Tyree. So, hold on. Let me grab my notes. Okay, so I want to talk about Sophie and Rob a little bit because so there's this thing called subtext. So, people go online and they post things about people indirectly. Now, I know we've all experienced this in some way. We all have somebody in our lives who are not able to confront us. So they go online right after we get into an argument with them, and then they start posting memes or subtext about us. And this is how they really feel. And Rob posted some pretty nasty shit yeah. about Sophie. He was like, oh, she buys you one meal, and now she thinks she's taking care of you. And, you know, he, was, he said some pretty hurtful, nasty stuff about her. And he said yeah. that it was in retaliation because when her mom was talking to him and talking about, you know, his life decisions, his house and all this, she didn't stand up for him. Right. So he felt like he was all alone. And I was like, I understand that you always want your spouse to take your side, especially when it comes to an in-law, because in-laws are never really going to love you. They might like you, but they're never really going to love you. So you do need to have your spouse's support. So how do you I feel? don't know. So, yeah, I was gonna say, how, how do you feel? I want to know how you feel. So, my in-laws, they'll never love me. Never. But that's okay. Why? I, mean, I we're, love we're, you. How dare they? We're approaching 30 years. It's because I was young when we got married, and they didn't think it would work, and here we are 30 <laughs> years later, and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, but now you that know? you've been here for so long, you've definitely established that this is not a phase. You are here. Yes. My parents loved him wholeheartedly. They loved him. They accepted him. They loved him. He was part of the family. My daughter-in-law, I love her. Like, she's my own. She is fantastic. She's just the best thing that could ever happen to my son. And the same for my daughter's fiance. Like, I wow. love him. He's such a part of the family. So when I see these at-odds 
in-laws. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's weird to me, but it's normal to me. Right. Because for so long, I was, I, I'm still the outcast on, on that side. But as far as my kids and my family goes, it's like, if they're good, you're welcome. You know? So I, mean, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like mom's onto something. So I mean, mom just- the mom got there and she saw a lot of red flags. And I think any mother is going to speak up on, on her red flags because her daughter's not moving two hours away. Her daughter's moving across the country, across the world, right? Like she's going to speak up on what she sees because it's very important that her daughter is safe and taken care of because she's not, I mean, she's a plane ride away, but that plane ride is half a day, you know, like, or, or maybe a full day, depending on what type of layovers you got going on. So I think it's very important that she voices her concerns, but Rob is like, I don't want to apologize to you. Cause he's like, well, I, you should, you know, maybe you should read that and that should make you change the way you feel. And like, no, first of all, be a man. Be an adult man and have a conversation with her. If you have, if you feel a certain way, have a conversation with her and tell right. her how you feel. I really, really disliked how he was like, oh, well, I was just trying to get through to you. By posting on Facebook at 4 a.m. and not tagging right. her in it. Like, he really pissed me off tonight. Like, he, he always had that level of never taking responsibility, everything. He's always the, the victim of the world. The world has always dealt him horrific cards and there's nothing he can do about it. You know, he was a self-proclaimed, oh, she's woozy. She's used to indoor plumbing. You know, she's used to a <laughs> right. different type of life. And I'm like, Rob, everybody's used to indoor plumbing. Yeah. There are people who live in third world countries who are used to indoor plumbing. But that's not a luxury. This is something that in this day and age we expect. You know, and I don't think it's asking a lot. And I felt like, the whole time that she's been here, she's fought to get apologies out of him. Yes. For shit that he's done to her that he should have apologized for. He treats yeah. her like crap. And he tries to justify it by saying that she makes him feel bad about his life. And it's like, isn't that the definition of tough love? If you make bad choices and people want you to change for the better, they might say something a little harsh to you to get through to you like, hey, you should work a little harder. You should do, you make better decisions so you're not in this type of situation. And I feel like he always plays the victim. And it's like, and you can't be the victim. That's why That's why he's so upset with her mom because she came in spitting facts. She's like, so you've had X amount of time to get a place, to get a job, to get on your feet, to get this, to get that. And he's like, oh, your mom hates me and you don't defend me. Well, I don't defend you because she's not wrong. Well, yeah, she didn't, she didn't lie. Like you said, she was spinning facts. She was saying what she saw in hindsight. And I, I respect people who do that. Yeah. I don't like people who shoot fire up my ass, right? Like, I don't like people right. who, who they meet me, they smile at me, they hug me. And then when I go to the next room, they talk shit about me. I don't like that. Absolutely. If you have an issue with me and something that I'm doing, I love when people say, look, I don't like what you're doing. I feel like you could do better. I feel like you could treat someone better. I feel like that's opening a good line of communication for them to actually have a good relationship. And yeah. I feel like they're never going to have a good relationship because Rob doesn't like to be called out yep. for what he's doing. He's always, whatever he's doing is the best that he can do. And you have to either say good job and pat him on the back or don't say anything at all. Yep. He doesn't take constructive criticism. Like there's no level of criticism that he's willing to take in his life. He's always doing everything right. Everyone else is the problem. Everyone else is against him. The world is against him. And he's always the one that's being bullied. And I yeah. saw it in this episode and I was just like, man, the fact that she has to beg you and cry for you to apologize for saying horrific things about her online instead of confronting her, it just shows 
why is she still trying to marry you? Yeah. Like, I don't understand, because she's like, this whole relationship, I'm just like, well, I want you to do this. I want you to understand and uh, hear my feelings and, and apologize to me. And the whole time, he has this stupid look on his face. He's just like, apologize for what? Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, how long is she going to keep going around this circle? It's like, it's, it makes me question her level of desperate for wanting to get over here. Cause I was like, she's really accepting a lot from this dude. Like there's so many red flags. There's so many issues. And oh, did you notice that he kind of got jealous that she went and spent the night with her mom and didn't come back home? Yeah. And, and the first thing that came to my mind was, I, I know you're going to know this too. He doesn't like her to spend too much time with people that can convince her she could do better or convince her that he's in the wrong. Because, yeah. you know, manipulating and controlling people, they don't need those um, logical people in your ear. Right. You know, they need to build that that level of, I'm the only person that can tell you what to do. I'm the only voice of reason in your life. Right. And her mom is a very, very strong voice of reason. And I feel like the whole time that she was there with her mom, he probably couldn't sleep because he was knowing every time that her mom opened her mouth, she was convincing her this isn't the guy for you. And there well, was, he, he wasn't there. He almost said that when he was talking to her. He said, so did you and your mom just sit up all night and talk about me? And she's like, well, yeah, kind of. And he said, did you defend me? I mean, that that's all you could think about while you're up posting your 12-year-old right. memes. That's all he cares about. He, he doesn't want to take any responsibility for anything. He just wants people to stand up for him. And it's like, sometimes, I say this to people all the time. I was like, sometimes when people say negative things about you, they're true. Yeah. I was like, it doesn't give them the right to bully you, but it also is leaving it open for them to say it because sometimes the truth hurts really bad. Yeah. You know, it stings. It's like a, a stab. And hearing it out loud, it does hurt, but you can't really get mad at people for telling the truth. The truth can't yeah. be negative. I know a lot of people are like, well, the truth can't be, I mean, the truth can't be positive or negative. It's just the truth. But hearing it out loud, I think is really what gets to him. He doesn't like yeah. to hear know what her mom has to say her mom hasn't said anything wrong also where's his mom has anybody right? ever questioned that's that where's his family where's his mom he comes from a super wealthy family supposedly yeah so, so statler did her fbi research and we found out that he has some very very wealthy aunts uncle and i think a cousin so these are yeah. from very very wealthy and when we're talking wealthy we're talking like business owners um people in the medical field with, with various degrees like very wealthy people so i want to yeah. say this i have very wealthy family members who have never gave me a dollar so it doesn't oh. necessarily mean that he's also filthy rich but when he keeps saying i don't have anyone to call i don't have anyone to ask i don't have any family to ask to help he kind of had i mean i'm not saying they would say yes but he said that he had no one he said he's done it all on his own. There wasn't an option because he kept making her feel bad. Like, well, you have the option of asking your family for help. I don't have that option. Sounds like the option is there. I mean, it is hard to ask for help. Don't get me wrong. It's not something that we ever like to do. Well, I don't want to say that. Right. Some people like that. I don't. Like, for me, I would rather do anything but ask for help. But I think that he's trying to make it seem like he doesn't have any support or anyone who can help him. And he does. And it's weird that he's on the show and he's about to get married and he's going through all these life changes. Nobody from his family has surfaced. That's really questionable for me. Because his family is probably well known and wealthy and they don't want their face on this shit show that we call entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> or, or yeah, or they're embarrassed to him.
Like maybe he really is like yeah, the black sheep. Yeah, maybe his family is really successful and he's the black sheep. He's the only one that doesn't fit the mold of what they have going on. And maybe they just don't want to be a part of it. They don't want to be associated. I mean, it could be that he's telling the truth. Maybe his family has disowned him, you know, based on yeah. his life choices. I don't think it's not possible. Right. You know, he's, he's, he's living in a house with no plumbing and he's on TV and he's kind of airing it to the world. You know, if you do have a very wealthy, well-to-do family, well-educated family, they might not want to be associated with that type of situation. Yeah. So, yeah, but I love that Statler has been all over um all over the new cast this season like she's been doing all types of rob is pissed about it oh rob pissed. rob has went live he's he's pissed off and we learned also about his only situation and the <laughs> photos and stuff going on and guys this only situation was like two years ago way before they were filming way before it is so he was already on it because i'm pretty sure he's not on it now he was on the the platform two years ago or so, and there's pictures um, resurfacing, and they're they're yeah. vulgar. They're vulgar, guys. Like it's crazy. The drama this season has been full fold. Like there's been so much drama, and he is so angry because left and right people have been finding out holes in his situation. Oh, pineapple says she didn't hear about the OnlyFans what? situation. Okay, so real quick. Rob and Sophie were both on OnlyFans prior to doing the show, like years ago, at least two years ago. They're not on the platform now, as far as we know. Um, but they were on it separately a couple of years ago. And Donna, okay. I'm going to pin that. Thank you, Donna. I'm going to pin that comment because I really didn't want to say that. I really didn't want to say that. So everybody go and read the pinned comment. That is what the picture is of. Well, there's, there's other stuff, too. But this is this is the one we're talking about. Yes, that. Yes, exactly. And that is that is what we're talking. Of that about. was the side by side picture of his hand with a mole on his finger, and I couldn't hardly watch his segment tonight because I was looking for the damn mole. <laughs> I lo love that other people did the investigating for us because do you really want to be examining pictures no. like that really close up, no. right? Because I was like, I am so glad that there are people who they volunteered as tribute to help do this for us. Cause I was like, man, that would be a weird situation to be in, to have like a picture on one phone, a picture on another, and you're like going back and forth trying to find the uh -huh. birthmark. That would be super weird, but it is. They verified it. There's like a birthmark right here. It's in both yep. pictures. Yep. It's him. He has not commented on the pictures. He's commented a lot on the Statler in investigation about his family. He's been very vocal about that. And the pictures were all over Twitter. They were trending like over a week ago. And yeah. I don't know if he's gonna address it. So far, I've been watching his page. I haven't seen him address it directly. Have you seen anything? No. Yeah, he hasn't said anything. I'm assuming he's gonna pretend like he doesn't know anything about it because yeah. let's be technical, no face, his face, like on his neck face was not showing in it. So I think he's gonna do the, that's not me. Like, I think yep. that's gonna be, if anybody asks him, he's gonna say, that's not me. Even though the internet FBI has <laughs> determined beyond scientific, any scientific certainty and doubt that it is yep. definitely him. And speaking of OnlyFans, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Sam announced um, that he is on the platform now. I think this was last week, right? Yeah. So yeah. how do we feel about that? Because he is, um, he just converted, well, not just, but he converted to Islam. 
I don't know if that's okay. I'm not like super big with the religions and the rules. I don't know if that's okay or not, but he has joined the platform. Citra has not. So let's make that very clear. Citra is not on the platform. Sam yes. has joined the platform. And if you go on his Instagram page, it's Sam 90 day. Um, if you click on the link in bio, it's like the second link down. I showed someone today. I didn't buy it, yeah. but I did see that it was like eight or $9 a month. Pretty high, right? I, I remember some of the cast members were at like four or five dollars. No, no, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not excited at the idea of Sam on, on, on OnlyFans? No, no. <laughs> not even a little <laughs> I was very shocked. I was like, of all the cast members, you know, I didn't see him as somebody you know, because we know Jasmine is on the platform, you know, we know, we know who is. And some people, you know, I think people will pay to see Jasmine. You know, I'm pretty sure that she makes a decent amount of money, but I didn't see people kicking down doors. They're like, well, I want to see Sam on the platform. I didn't see it. Or Rob. Or Rob. Rob, right? And let's, let's, let's emphasize that Rob was on the platform before he was on the show. Yeah. This was prior to any television exposure wait denise richards charges seven dollars pineapple get out what? of here are you serious no way get out of here denise richards get out that's a dollar cheaper than sam by the way get out of here that's great like that that's amazing and crazy and but i feel like people will pay it just to see if it's really him but not stay on there well yeah i I think that people, I remember back when, um, oh gosh, this is a while back, when Amira and everybody was on that season, a lot of people were joining and there were people who would pay for it just to see what they were doing. And then yeah. they would post it to Reddit. Yes. So they were like, yes, yeah, so people could see what was going on. Yeah. I don't think people that people- They pay it just so they can screenshot it and try to blast them. And post it on and Reddit, exactly. And I think that's that's what's crazy to me they have to realize, hey, Dana, they have to realize that this is not a private platform. Like when you right. go and you put it on there and you charge people for the photos, yeah, they're going to pay you and then they're going to screenshot it and send it to everybody they know. And then they're going to post yeah. it on Reddit and now everybody saw it and then you didn't make any money from that. See, and personally, I think OnlyFans and all of those platforms should have, you know how like your bank has a feature? If you go on and try to screenshot your account or something, it'll say, cannot screenshot for security purposes. I think that's oh yeah you're right you're right it does do that and you know what else happened i was on zoom and i didn't want to pay for zoom because i was using it for my um pre-recorded podcast back in the day and i was trying to get around it and i tried to screen record the zoom screen so i could record it so i didn't have to pay the 500 dollars to use recording on zoom it yeah. disabled my screen record i wasn't allowed because i didn't wow. purchase yeah, like they know what they're doing, but for some reason OnlyFans doesn't do that. Or or I did see on Reddit, some people said that if you have two telephones, you open the picture on your phone, then you take another phone and take a screenshot of the phone underneath. So there's there's so many different ways that people are doing it. Exactly, exactly. So no matter what the the precaution I told, is that they're told you, that's taking. my setup. Well, Last night, I told you. I sent Kara a picture of like an FBI setup for investigations or whatever. And she was like, this is exactly how my house is set up. It's like a laptop. There's like two, a phone here, a phone and here. There's like two a- Two laptops, an iPad, two phones. <laughs> exactly like that. Okay. So, okay, wait, wait. 
So Sam and Citra did their first ceremony today. And is it me or was Sam really not um, prepared to switch over to Islam? I felt like he didn't do any homework. No, like he was really confused. He was just trying to hurry and get through it so he could get laid. That's I mean, that, that was I what I tweeted. I was like, this is going to be the first and last time Sam sets foot in a mosque, right? I was like, he's never going to go back. He's going through the motions so he can get married, say that he did what he did for um, her dad to be satisfied. And he's never, because he's like, oh, I'm going to convert. I was like, converting is one thing, because that means you're putting it into your life and you're adapting your lifestyle. I was like, you're going to go in there. You're going to say what the people tell you to say. You're going to repeat it. And you're never going to step foot back in there, which, you know, Whatever, it's fine. Right. As long as Citra is satisfied and Citra's dad is satisfied, do it. You know, I think that it's crazy that they allow people to convert without like reading the entire Quran and then taking a test. Right? Yeah. Like I feel like it should be like a driving test. You should take a written test, right? Like you should yeah. you should make sure you know what you're getting into because Lord knows it's a lot. This is not just yeah. a simple being a Baptist. You know, this is a very intense religion. And if he's going to be held accountable, you know, by Citra and her family, he should know what the hell he's getting into. And his dad, who's an atheist, clearly has no idea what he's getting into, you know. And I, I was really happy to see his dad did show up for the ceremony because his mom didn't show up. You know, having an atheist show up at a religious ceremony is asking a lot, right? So yeah. I felt like the dad was really a stand-up guy for being yeah. a part of that because, you know, I don't go, I told y'all, I don't go and support things or unions that I don't believe in. So I wouldn't have went to that because I don't believe you should have to convert to, to Islam to get married. I wouldn't have went. So I love that his dad put his differences aside, especially being an atheist. It's like, I'm just going to go and support my son. That, that showed a lot. Especially when his mom wouldn't do the same. Well, yeah, the mom, well, she claimed that she was going to go to the second ceremony, just not yeah. the first, which, I mean, it's your child. Right, you gave birth to this person. I get that you don't agree with what they're doing, but you could still you can show up, but not agree. And I yeah. think a lot of people are really confused with the with supporting people. You right. can supporting someone is like okay. I had a friend who told me about a story about I had an abortion, and their friend drove them there and was there for them and drove them back. The friend pro life, okay. But the, they put their differences aside because she needed someone to drive her across state lines to have it done. She, yeah. That was her best friend. She was there to support her. She wasn't there to say that what she was doing was right in her eyes, but she was like, you're my best friend and I'm going to do what it takes to make sure that I'm supporting you. People have to separate their personal beliefs and supporting people because they're two different things. Yeah. You know, like you have to realize that when you love someone, especially your children, you're going to support them and help them even when you think they're doing something stupid, you know, like lots of children do stupid things, but you have to realize this is, what if this is the only time he gets married, yeah. right? What if this is it? He, he, he found the right girl. Don't think so. But what if he found the right girl and that's it? Like then you weren't there. You were, you missed this major event in your child's life just because you didn't think it was the right thing to do. Yep. Yeah, I agree completely. That's it. I, I can't imagine not being there for my kid. Oh, Chris, um, they the first ceremony aired tonight. The second ceremony at the farmhouse is going to air next week. So we got him converting and then doing the ceremony at the mosque. We did not get the actual wedding, the American-style wedding at the farmhouse, which his mom claimed she was going to be at. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, Ashley and um, Manuel are trying to do this wedding. And 
Ashley, who was a, didn't she say she was a clairvoyant and a witch in the beginning of the season? Yeah. So shouldn't she know that yep. the future, okay? So like, I don't want to be like a dick, yep. but like, shouldn't she know the future? So when she was planning the date, she didn't see that there was going to be a tropical storm in Florida in hurricane season on the beach. Like, first yep. of all, every single day is a chance for severe weather in Florida. And then the closer you get to the coast, the worse, right? Like today, yep. for instance, I'm not even that close to the coast. There was a horrific windstorm. There was like trees flying everywhere. There was like debris everywhere. Then two hours later, it was perfectly sunny, like nothing happened. Like literally every day in Florida is a chance for severe weather. She didn't think about it, didn't put it into consideration. And on top of it, she waited until the 90th day to plan yep. the wedding. Because I was like, everybody yep. knows you get married on the 85th day just in case some shit goes down, just in case you get COVID, just in case the um, justice of the peace is closed down or for a holiday. You don't wait until the damn 90th day. Like, Ashley irritates me by, I don't know, so much. a million. Yeah, me too. She said, I'm not a Floridian. How was I supposed to know about this weather? Because you're a damn witch. <laughs> That's how. Of all people, yep. witches know this type of stuff. They, they and She just makes me sick. Like, I, I, I think she's a nice person in some universe, just not in this one. She pisses me off. She doesn't plan anything. She just sees, and every time people ask her, they're like, we're just going to see how it goes. Everything will work out on its own. She's the type of person that does end up planning a wedding in the middle of a hurricane because she didn't plan anything. She just hopes yeah. shit falls into place. And but it's like this wedding is a perfect... No, she can see it. She can see all of it. Remember? She guys eat nothing. She guys eat nothing. First, first of all, voila. when Armando <laughs> called her to tell her there was supposed to be um, a tropical storm the next day, she should already know because she's a damn witch yep. okay like she should have already known she should have actually called armando and told him yeah. like hey you know there's gonna be a tropical storm tomorrow yep. because yep. which i know that you know so there's no plan b either which i don't know what that means because uh, you can always still do you need an appointment to go to the justice of the peace or do you or do you just walk i in? have no idea but i would assume that if you were getting married and it was those circumstances you could walk in and be like we had this beautiful wedding planned We've been planning it for, you know, however long. And now here it is, Hurricane. We have to get married today. Can you help yeah. us? Seems yeah, like I mean, I know that you, the paper has to be signed and turned in that day. That's how it works, right? Yep. Um, it's the marriage license. So she could have any officiant do it. They just have to turn the paper in signed. And then yep. it has to be stamped on the 90th day. And I don't even know, like, is it really true that like on the 91st day that you're like getting deported? There's like no waiting. Like what Pineapple said, she got married in Florida and they had a three day waiting period after the license was requested. Oh, so yes, yeah, she's screwed. Cause if she planned the wedding on, unless she um filed the license ahead of time, but that would, that would require planning, which I don't think she's aware of or knows how to do. She didn't. So I don't, that kind of I don't know. This, this whole situation is just ridiculous, but she's a ridiculous human being, 
right? Like, I'm so tired of yep. her. Like, I want her off my screen. She's so annoying. Like, she doesn't plan anything. She doesn't listen to anything. Her family is all there. They're all looking at each other crazy because they know this shit isn't going to work out. She's just a mess. Everything about her is a mess. And she's like, I'm a rare breed. And I'm like, you are. You're yeah. a rare black Ashley, right? <laughs> yeah. You're a rare black Ashley. You are really yeah. out there. Very rare. And I'm so done with 900 Day Fiance with her. Oh, my well, God. Did I mention we're on episode 16 and it's next week isn't the finale? So are we going to hit 20? Early on, it would be like a 12 to 14 episode season. What yeah. happened to that? Because next week's not the finale. So, are gone. yeah, legit, and, good people are gone. I'm trying to understand when we got to like a four and a half month season. This is like crazy. I don't know, but next week nikki is finally leaving moldova yes why the hell was she on this season she why? right her why? her story is before the 90 days which right. i don't know why she's on this That's season of 90 day fiance i'm confused yep. or i can't put my finger on it because i was like this is clearly a before the 90 days story that's when you go over there you propose yep. to the person come back file for the K-1. She claims that the K-1 is already filed for, but do we know that? Because no, she said that she doesn't even... America. None of that makes sense. If that was the case, his ass would be in America for the 90 days. Yeah. He ain't trying they to come here. Because... On. This season has irritated the piss out of me with this stuff. With this Black Ashley bullshit and what's-her-nuts and Moldova. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. I... I well, they weren't even on this episode. That's how I know that next week can't be the finale, because yeah. we haven't seen Black Ashley get married. Um, we don't know what the hell is going on with um, Nikki and Justin Igor, and Jasmine and Gino haven't gotten married, and it didn't look like next episode was the wedding either, based on the previews. For Jasmine and yeah. Gino, I did. Did you see a wedding? I didn't yeah. see the wedding. Yeah. Oh, so it is next week. Okay, but so. But they didn't say it was the finale, so I'm not sure. And I know that we have a two-part tell-all. And then we're jumping straight into Happily Ever After after that. Yep. And I don't know if you guys know, but Nicole and Mahmoud are back. Yep. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. And I heard that Misha and um, what's his name? Nicola. Nicola. Are going to be on Happily Ever After as well. And rumor has it that Angela and Michael are going to be on it. But yep. I don't know how true that is. I've just been hearing things. So, I, I mean, I'm kind of excited about it. And I do want to uh, break from Gino and Jasmine. So, yeah. no Gino and Jasmine on Happily Ever After. I feel like we've been, like, it's been a never anything. Kind of like with um, Johan and Danielle. It was just one after the yeah. other. I need a break. I just, yeah. I got to get a break from them. Like, I love them. They're great. They're good entertainment. But, like, no. Wait, Not another Johan straight season. Danielle? Yeah, you're Remember Johan and Danielle? We had them on Love and Paradise. Do I remember them? Yeah. Wait, did you just say you love them? They're great people. Oh no, no, no! no. I'm talking about um, Dan, um, Jasmine and Gino. Okay. I love them. Okay. I love them. I'll no, that. I mean, but I just I felt we were, like they were. I thought we were talking about Danielle for a moment. No. I just about had to have a. Moment. No, 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 no! I think Danielle is probably a really nice person to a lot of people, but not me. Yeah, just not <laughs> right, not me. She's she's probably an amazing human being to a lot of different people. I just don't know those people, yeah. any of them, yep. and what planet they live on. Yeah. <laughs> so, but 
I'm really wondering, you know, how close we are to the end because, oh, and Diaries and The Single Life are on next week. Or no, tomorrow. Diaries and The Single Life. And we have a lot because we missed, I missed a lot of Single Life. So we'll probably be on a little longer tomorrow because I want to cover um, that the Jamal and Tim argument. And I want to get into it because I want to talk about this podcast that Veronica did last week. Um, where she was talking about Jamal and things got really ugly and there were some comments made about Kimberly and her parenting. We really got to get into a lot of stuff. I feel like we missed it, but we can't we can't move on. We still need to cover it. So tomorrow we're going to be back for that. And guys, I'm going to reach out to Dee Dee. I don't know how long she's going to be on break. She told me that she needed a break. I'm hoping not too long. We miss her. Um, but we know that things happen. Life happens. I was sick for a while. So I get it. I totally understand you know, that she needs some time. But I missed you guys. And, you know, this, yeah, this, and all this OnlyFans, and I felt like the whole time that I couldn't do anything was when all the drama was happening. And I was, and I found myself throwing my phone and I was like, damn it, I want to talk about that. <laughs> Every time I opened my phone, I saw some more drama that I wanted to talk about. And I was like, I need my voice back. Like, this is yeah, crazy. I want to talk about voice. that. Nope. Oh, the Vermont. Veronica podcast. Okay, so I can't remember the name of it. So okay. Tina, send after we're done, send me a DM. Um, and somebody sent it to me. So I'm gonna send you the link to where you can listen to it. It's like a 37 minute podcast that she did last week. Um, it's with a girl. It's like a lady, and it was pretty crazy. It was it was it was yeah. it was very very judgmental and mean, you know, in lots of different I only levels. So parts of it because I'm not gonna lie. I tend to snap a little when people start talking about Kimberly and I just, I either have to distance myself or get really involved. Yeah. I'm the same way. You know, that's my best. Yeah. You know? Yep. So when I listened to it, I called her immediately and I was like, Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Like this is crazy. So yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, so, and yeah, so everything that we missed, yes, Kelly Dye Smith, thank you so much. It was the Pink Lady Podcast. So um, if you want to know what we're going to be talking about tomorrow, that they posted it there. Um, you can go and listen to it, and then you'll have a, a better idea of why we're so upset, right? Like, why we're so upset, why we're a little bothered. It's a very biased, first of all, it's a very biased podcast. It was very biased. They were very attacking and one-sided. Um, yeah. Which is fine. I get it. Everybody has their opinions. You know, you have your favorite people and you have your least favorite people. I try to be a little open-minded. You know, I, I, I try to give everybody a fair shot. I don't like to go into anything hating anyone. I like to give, I like, I like to learn to hate them on my own. You know, like I didn't go right. into it. <laughs> I didn't go yes. into it thinking yes. that Black Ashley we was annoying. We earned that shit. Right, right. We earned that I, shit. We don't I just hate people because they want us to. Right. I didn't go into it thinking that Black Ashley was annoying. She just I got did. annoyed. Right? Oh, <laughs> Episode just... one, I'm like, this bitch, dude. All right. So, okay. So we're going to, um, yeah, we talked about everything from tonight. So this was episode 16. We're on the OG season 10, 90 fiance. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the single life. Oh, and probably not diaries tomorrow because we're going to be on single life for a while. So if we do catch up on diaries, well, we will. So this will probably be Wednesday because I want to talk about Jenny and Submit and Submit's parents because they have made up. And also, I want to talk a little bit about David and Annie trying to sell Jenny and Submit a, like, yeah, That was awful. That <laughs> right? was horrible. Yeah. 
there is so much shit. And I was like, guys, I'm pissed off. I need my voice, but there's so much stuff I yeah. want to call out right now. So yeah, tomorrow night. Um, oh yeah, so tomorrow we'll be here at 10 because um, Diaries doesn't go off until 10. I don't want to um, interfere with anybody's um, if you're watching it live. So we'll try to come as soon as it ends. That way you don't have to pick and choose. You don't have to pick to come here or pick to finish your show. So, and then the next day, um, we'll be back and we'll do like a short podcast on the episodes of Diaries because I want to talk about that. Oh, and Laura um, from Laura and Aladdin is going to be making her return um, to Diaries, I believe, next week. Um, and I heard she's dating. So I'm kind of interested in that. I want to see what her type is now. So yeah. we're going to get into that. But yeah, we, we're definitely going to talk about that timeshare thing with David and Annie because I was like, I felt like they lured them to Thailand and then tried to sell them a timeshare. Yeah. I felt like they were used car salesmen. So we're yeah. going to get into that. All right, guys, thank you so so much for joining i'm so glad to be back i missed all of you this me was too. very right i missed you cara this was very hard i missed you it's not easy to watch stupid things happen on tv and not come here and talk about I it know. you guys it was really I difficult you know what I, very few people to share my investigations with it was horrible yeah i I missed you guys. We, we This is a family. I feel like we're a tight family and I missed you. I'm so glad to be back. Um, this will be posted on Spotify for anybody who couldn't listen to that. I know it's getting late. Um, make sure you're following Carl. She's tagged in this video. Didi will be back soon. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in the George Mossy Show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming back and waiting for me to get better and get my voice back so I can talk all night. Um, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Everyone have an amazing night. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.